0: Hey there, it's the Jew from the Chew on This Podcast, letting you know you can leave comments, questions, and suggestions a number of ways. Reviews and comments are appreciated on iTunes and YouTube, and you can check out our daily postings on Facebook. Our Twitter feed and Instagram is at Chew on This Pod, and of course, as always, you can email us directly at Chew on This Podcast at gmail.com. So there you have it, folks. Short of a bat signal or an Avengers card, there's all the ways you can let us know how big of a nerd you truly are. Enjoy and chew on this podcast. Welcome to episode twenty of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ
1: Vic. Wow, we're already in episode twenty.
0: Yeah, we're at episode twenty, and we have, I mean, a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, strap in, folks. Strap in. Yeah.
1: So early apologies for the for the amount of uh, of this of this podcast. We're gonna we're gonna once again have to do a diversity episode. Um, we're gonna get to the Zootopia. Um, review. So, just bear bear with us for a little bit um, because the subject matter that we're about to talk about again with diversity is is pretty important. I don't think a lot of mainstream uh, corporate media will really do it the way that we're going to do it right now. So, um, and if we have to be the only ones that do it, along with other people that you know don't consider themselves mainstream media, then then fucking so be it because um, we feel that it's pretty important. Um, so. Anyway, so for the last two for the past two weeks, two major things happened that we should have got excited for, and we did get kind of get excited for uh, being a nerd. Um, the first thing uh, that happened was the Doctor Strange trailer, and the second thing that happened was the early pick of Ghost in the Shell. And just starting with uh, which, actually, I had Doctor Strange at number five on my top ten list. Do you remember it by any chance? Yeah.
0: I think i I think I had mine um, at number four, and you know the trailer came out, and I was actually really, really excited about it and watched it and I, I kind of had a meh feeling you know when I watched it I, for one thing, I don't know the character very well I, I admit that, but it just felt you know I was like, okay, um, we'll see what happens in a few months when the second trailer comes out, but you actually got pretty jazzed about it,
1: yeah, I was pretty jazzed about it, but let me go back to um, the ghost in the shell picture. Um, Because it was the first time we actually got to see Scarlett Johansson um, playing, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, because it's Japanese. So what it basically did was it it once again brought whitewashing into um, Hollywood, and basically Hollywood, again, being Holly White. So I don't understand um, the the concept behind um, why you would pick a whiter than white actress who is a really good actress to play a Japanese character. Now there's, there's multiple layers to this. So just a little background for anybody who hasn't never watched ghost the Michelle, the movie, not read, actually read the manga, but actually watched the anime. Cause I
0: actually only watched the anime. I don't know about you, BJ, um, which uh, you- I, I have in spoilers, everybody. Oh right! I, I just have to say spoil. I just have to say spoilers in case you go into spoiler territory. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Three minutes, not bad, or two minutes. So, but um,
0: spoilers. She's Japanese. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So, just not going into the story too much, but um, so this is this is anime. Um, it come it came from the manga co- uh, comic books. It's a Japanese anime. It's a Japanese story. It's got Japanese characters. It has Japanese names in it um mm-hmm. and they decided to cast scarlett johansson without updating the story and giving her the japanese name now the character that uh that scarlett johansson plays is a cyborg which you can argue the fact okay. that it's just a cyborg but um it makes really no sense whatsoever to have all those Japanese things in there and then cast a white actress to play the Japanese named Cyborg. So this is basically like the equivalent of trying to like make a, a bacon cheeseburger sushi um, that you think is <laughs> it's a good like Americanized idea, but in the end it gives you the shits. So <laughs> now there's... <laughs> There's, 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 like I said, there's multiple layers to this and, and, and I know we talked offline about this, but, um, you know, it's, I mean, you being white, you tell Mm -hmm. me what your opinion is about, about this casting.
0: Well, okay. So me being white or, you know, I'm Jewish, whatever, still white. Um, I, it's okay. So I, I'm not like when i heard the casting i wasn't offended and 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 just overly outraged and things like that but i was really like baffled as to why they went with this casting when clearly it is it is you know everything about it is japanese the story the the you know the original story the anime everything where it takes place all the characters and and as far as i know the production they're they're doing all of that except for the fact that the Android is, is white. And so me, I was more not like pissed off, outrage as a fan kind of thing, but more pissed off as like, I don't understand this. Like, why would you do that? You know, it, it doesn't even feel like this is a missed opportunity, like the Iron Fist thing, because that's a different animal. It it feels more like, like they're just not paying attention to what's going on out in the real world. Like, I don't understand it. And we'll, we'll get a little bit more into that when we, li- when we talk about the Max Landis video, but cause he kind of like goes into some other territory that I didn't really think about. But, um, so anyway, my, my feeling or opinion, it was, um, I was just baffled, just like, what the hell, what are they thinking? Kind of thing.
1: So for me, so for me, it was a little bit different being Asian. I'm not Japanese, but, um, for me, it was a little bit different.
0: Um, oh, wait, wait, wait! It's not—it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: not the same thing. So, <laughs> okay, okay. So, what made matters even worse on top of this? Because it—it it, it, you know, there the another stereotype for the Asians is that they're very passive and and they don't really raise a lot of hell when shit like this goes down. Because mm-hmm. ter- I could guarantee you right now, if if this was a different color. Uh, uh, or a different race that this happened to I, you, it would be all over the fucking news. I guarantee you. Anybody who wants to argue yeah. that point with me, you're f- you're full of shit right then and there. I am not the passive Asian American. I will call you out. You're full of shit. If you think if this was not a different color, uh, I'm not going to say which I'm not going to say mm-hmm. which one. It doesn't matter because mm-hmm. there's a few. Um, but if you actually think that this happened to a different color, and this would not be all over mainstream media you're fucking you're so ignorant on what like what happens to asian americans in the culture
0: yeah and this whitewashing yeah, shit
1: so what actually made things even fucking worse about this whole situation is that there was a rumor there was a rumor that paramount was trying to use this technology that um is originally intended to make the actor or actress seem like alter their appearance in like making them seem thinner, maybe fatter in some certain ways, or th- I would guess mostly thinner since the Hollywood, mm-hmm. they tried to alter the rumor. Again, this is a rumor that said they tried to alter Scarlett Johansson's appearance to make her look more Asian. Now let me preface the fact that Scarlett Johansson had nothing, had no idea this was happening. This was just right. paramount. Some fucking suit behind a desk, thinking that this would be a good idea. So the rumor got out this week, I believe it was, or was it this week or last week? And Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. About that. And then, and then here's their press release or their, their defense of this was like, no, 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 no. We had no intention of ever doing it to Scarlett Johansson. We just tried to do it to the background characters. And then, that, that is such that a is fucking... such a
0: bullshit answer.
1: That's such a facepalm thing because it's like... Okay, so just because it wasn't a Scarlett Johansson, it makes it
0: okay to do it in the background? Why do it at all? I don't understand that. Why do it at all? Scarlett Johansson or some janitor in the background sweeping the floor or yeah, something you couldn't, like that? You Why? Find some, Why? You
1: couldn't find some Asian-looking person... Uh, to play a janitor or a background character like that's how fucking much you have to whitewash the whole thing not to mention the background character probably has a japanese fucking name you fucking morons like what is wrong with you
0: it it costs too much money to cast japanese people so let's spend money and digitally alter white people to look like japanese people yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah
1: that makes a lot more sense and takes more time and takes more money than just hiring somebody at ten dollars an hour and say
0: stand in the background I, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I love the fact that they went, oh, no, 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 it's not for the main actress. It's like, no, fucking moron, why do it at all? Yeah, exactly. Why? What's the, you know, oh, we were, you know what, we tested it, it didn't, it didn't, you know, no, we're not going to do it, because it's, yeah, we're not going to do it. Now, what's, and it's just like the,
1: fuck. Yeah, exactly. So what makes it even worse is, is you know, you read the internet trolls out there, and of course it's all white people, right? It's all white people who uh kind of, are basically what they're saying is what's the big fucking deal. It's a cyborg. It doesn't matter. They just want to update the the whole thing. Well, asshole, why don't you stop acting like a spoiled fucking like kid who, you know, was the baby for the biggest, for the longest time. You're the baby of the family, right? You got everything Mm -hmm. you wanted. You got, you got all the toys, you got all the candy, you got all the attention. Everybody wanted to play with the baby. Now all of a sudden a new baby comes along and you're like, no, wait a minute. What about me? And you're sitting there pouting in the corner, like, why isn't anybody paying attention to me? And basically mm-hmm. it's asshole. Just because things have happened for so long in one way, doesn't mean that they're right. Like it's it doesn't mean like the white people aren't gonna get love in America. Like, please, we're so fucking far from that ever happening. But the fact that you took a Japanese you you took a Japanese story, Japanese characters with Japanese names, and you put white people in it. Like the fact that you don't think that there's anything wrong with that, and you're telling Asians to get over it, you're an asshole. There's nothing that you can yeah, say to defend the fact that you're not an asshole. You're just you're just an idiot. Like you, the you, you don't understand it. You don't understand what it's well, like.
0: Well, that's just honestly, it's what's perpetuating the problem even more. It's like, you know, my, my thing is like, you know, being white, I, I, I hear all this stuff all the time. And I try to keep a lot of times my opinions to myself because I feel like sometimes, you know, if I say something, it's going to come back at me like, well, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And really, I don't because I'm not Asian or black, Latino and all that stuff. But I have, you know, certain opinions about things that I feel like, you know... I mean, at least around geek culture and stuff like that. When I know a property is a certain way and they change it, I'm going to be vocal about it. Be like, "Hey, that's not that's not right, or that's not the way it, it should be, or whatever." Especially when it's blatant like this. So that kind of thing upsets me. But when people say like, you know, get over it, or they say like, "Oh man, you know, yeah, that sucks." Like, I I don't, uh, you know, I would be really upset, or I would, you know, if they, if you just try to sit there and like talk to them about how you would feel about it, that you can't do that. It's like, you can't, I I, like, I seriously can't have those kind of opinions. I just kind of sit back and just look at all that stuff going on and try to be supportive. You know, it's, I I think if my culture, you know, I'm Jewish If my culture is being represented in a way that I didn't feel was right. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to be vocal about it because I'm Jewish, but you know, like I think you would have a hard time, talking about Jewish stuff because, you know, you're Asian. So you're like, well, I don't, I, I don't know that. So I'll just go along with you and like, you know, support you and stuff like that. So I don't
1: think Jewish people are ever going to be misrepresented in Hollywood. Just
0: <laughs> it's not going to happen. We dude. own Hollywood, bitch. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah.
1: So, so, you know, so there's been like articles out there that have come out about this and, and what's interesting is I read an article the other day, and I, I know I forwarded it to you, or you forwarded it to me, where the original creator, the the actual director of the anime Ghost in the Shell, didn't think that it would ever didn't ever think that they would actually cast a Japanese person when they brought it into America, and a lot of white people would actually, or I shouldn't keep saying white, I should say ignorant people um, would actually say, "Well, see, look, the original director of the movie um, didn't think." Um, that Hollywood ever would would ever cast a Japanese actor in Ghost in the Shell, and but you're not. But there's a there's a layer to that that you're not understanding, and here's the layer. In in Japan, Mm -hmm. they're not diverse. They're not a melting pot like America is. So right when something is done there, they do a Japanese like. They do Japanese people things, you know, like the they're gonna cast Japanese uh, actors and actresses in their shit. Um, they're not gonna cast right. white people because it's not diverse over there. It's it's not like America. America is so different than anywhere else. Whereas over yeah. here, you can't have on one hand and and be proud of the fact that you have, you know, all these immigrants coming in, and and America is a melting pot for all this shit. And then all of a sudden, when you take something from their culture coming in from you know japan or whatever and then all of a sudden you just be like well here's a bunch of white people over the shit that you grew up loving that is from your culture it doesn't work that way
0: yeah it's just it it isn't right and it just doesn't feel right like it it just it feels i mean just the fact like she's okay so go back to ghost in the shell so she plays an android right yeah, a Japanese... But she has a Jap... Yes. Yeah. She has a Japanese just name. Just a Japanese name. Why don't, they, why don't they just call her, like, Mary Mary Smith or something? Why, why right. are they... You're right. I don't... If you're going to update the story... Because here's the thing. Ghost in the Shell also has,
1: like, a lot of anime, right? Most people don't understand mm-hmm. this because, well, they just don't. They don't know. They don't want to look up history or they don't want to read shit. They just want to just do things on face value. So a lot of anime is influenced by Disney. Most people don't know that. Disney mm-hmm. came out first and then the Japanese people basically like loved the way that Snow White and the Seven Doors were made. And, and if you look back to early anime, the, a lot of the anime looked white, but that's only because they were taking it and using it for, like they were altering it a little bit for their own culture. So yeah. it, it's like if you, it's like if like P Diddy sampled Led Zeppelin or has Le- sampled Lid Zeppelin. He just took something and made it his own. And that's fine because there's other yeah. examples of Hollywood kind of doing the same thing with other Japanese things. So the, the other, the, the one of the biggest things that we love like up and down is, um, is uh star Wars. Now
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot, if you're a big star Wars fan and you know that Lucas was heavily influenced by the hidden fortress, Heavily influenced by unfortunate. Abs-
0: absolutely. I mean, absolutely. if you watch
1: like some of the clips on YouTube right there, you'll see a, a tall Japanese guy and a short Japanese guy trying to just walking around, like talking to each other in like the desert or the the woods or whatever.
0: That's fucking C three
1: PO R two D two. But
0: yeah, for sure.
1: What did George Lucas take the Japanese names and put two white people into it, or did he update the story? You know, and then also yeah, I, I, so, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say, you know, in episode one, he took he stereotyped with the voice. <laughs> but, oh God! Yeah. But you're right. But you're right. The original trilogy is, um, you know, full of those uh, references that you know that influenced him. You know, Japanese culture and stuff. So I, you know, it's just it's irritating. I did you you watch the Max Landis video? Yeah, I did.
1: I did. And and what? I thought was I, he. He made some really great points. Basically, in a nutshell, the Mac, the the Max Landis. If you don't know who he is, he's he's a writer. He wrote on um, fuck. What's the name of that movie? Uh, what the hell's the name of that movie with the the handheld superhero movie? Oh, uh,
0: oh, oh, uh, Chronicle. Chronicle, right? He
1: wrote. He was a writer on Chronicle. Um, so he's 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 he knows the Hollywood scene, and he made a He made a very. Good couple of points. Um, basically, what he was saying is don't blame Scarlett Johansson, which we're not. None of us are n- – right. me and you but, are yeah, not blaming Let's be Scarlett. clear. We're not. You know, basically, no. she was offered a part, and she took it. I mean, being white, she probably didn't even think about what she was doing. Same thing with, like, Emma Stone when she was cast as, like, half, what, Chinese or whatever in that one movie? Aloha? So she didn't even think about that because she's white. Why would she think about that, right? She had no idea, like right. – that she was doing something wrong. It was just a job and she did it. So, so we're not blaming Scarlett Johansson. Um, but he also goes on to say that we shouldn't blame the Hollywood like scene. We do shouldn't blame the studio and we shouldn't blame the director or the casting director. Now to me, because he, he puts it in a bigger realm. He puts it in as cultural, that there's a problem right. with cultural. And I have a big problem with that because I, I do too. Because, Go ahead and make your point. Cause I think I know what you're going to say. Right. Because like, how can you not blame the powers that be who influence the pop culture in America? Like you mm-hmm. can't tell me that, like that those people up there in the suits don't put out what they think or feel would be out there. If they didn't want to do it, they wouldn't do it. So you're fucking right. I'm going to blame the studio because those are the ones that are making the big decisions. And I guarantee you, like, I don't understand how Hollywood doesn't even know this is happening where, I mean, fucking Star Wars. How fucking much did Star Wars get praised for their diversity in that movie?
0: And see, he also made a point that Star Wars is the only property on the planet that is bigger than everything else. You know what I mean? Like, it it doesn't matter who you cast in it. It, Star Wars is, is just, it's bigger than culture. For something but like how a religion is some people.
1: How many properties in the last three years alone have gotten shit for what they did casting wise? How many? I, don't, I mean, I look don't at know. look at this past look at the past uh, what was it? It wasn't this summer. No, it was like when did when did Gods of Egypt come out?
0: That was this year, like a couple months ago. Okay, what so was a big piece of shit.
1: Right. So Did you learn nothing from that? And that wasn't even Asians. Those were fucking Egyptians. And you cast white people in that stuff. Like, did you learn nothing from that one instance? Like, hey, maybe we shouldn't, you know, maybe we should be more careful when we're casting movies that take place in a different country. Maybe we shouldn't cast white people. Like, seriously. Like, you learn nothing from, and you learn nothing from your own, from your own, like, mistakes.
0: Look, you know, he made, he made a point about, you know, Max made a point about, uh, the culture. Okay. I get all that stuff, but don't you think it's a responsibility of the studios to try to change that culture to try to change? Right. They can, they can set the, it's got to stop
1: somewhere. They can set the culture. Look, if fucking E entertainment can make a fucking paperweight, like Kim Kardashian, fucking famous. You can make Asian people who would, you can make an Asian actor and actress be mean something. I mean, fucking the Kardashians are fucking famous. The Kardashians are famous. Let me say that again, you fucking morons who pay attention to your stupid shit. The, Kardash- the E! Entertainment made the Kardashians famous. Yeah. And you mean to tell yeah. me that nobody's going to go and watch a movie that takes place in Japan that, that a lot of white people in America fucking love. They're not going to go see a Ghost in the Shell movie where the people are Japanese? Are you fucking I- kidding me?
0: It's so ridiculous. You know, and yeah, they're spending a ton of money. But you know what? You're putting even more money in it when you're hiring an actress. I'm sure she commands a lot of money now because she's she's huge. You're going to command. You're
1: going to spend a lot more money trying to fucking whitewash or try to make the the white actors and actresses seem more Japanese. Are you
0: fucking kidding me? I feel, yeah, I feel the same way. So, you know, some people are able to rise above that and make a good movie with the right people you know and there's there's some stuff coming out you know probably that we'll get to a little later on that is kind of going in that direction you know they're they're actually taking a stand and saying like hey you know these are the parts we made we're going to get the actors to film them that you know a diverse cast they're not looking at oh you know we need seven white people for this for this movie no they're like we'll just we're looking at everybody to fill this thing. So then, that, you know,
1: that brings us to the next movie that I mentioned in the beginning was Doctor Strange. Now, yep. here's here's what I have a problem with in in this one is that they casted Tilda Sweden to play um, what's it called? What's her name? The the Ancient One, right? So, you not only okay, so Doctor Strange, like he learns his stuff in like Tibet or something like that, right? So, basically, you take a you already get a white guy, you already get a white guy to go to Tibet, like an Asian place to learn all this magical shit. Like, he's like the chosen one, fine, whatever, because it was because it was a comic book in, um, you know, in America that that I'm okay with that, but in the comic book, it was, it was a, um, It was a Asian person who from my recollection kind of was a little like racist the way that they drew him in the comic books. But anyway, so you take that Asian person and you could have just made him not racist. Like you could have made him not in like a racist character in the movie. And you take that person and you give it to a woman that I don't have a problem with the fact that you gave it to a white woman. I do. So now, so now you have, now you have the main character going all the all the way to the other side of the world, being taught by another white person in an Asian country. Tell me if that makes sense to you?
0: That does. It doesn't make any sense to me. I didn't have a problem when they changed it to female too. I thought that's great. I mean, right now, females are kicking ass. They're doing awesome. awesome so leave work, it as an Asian you know. woman. But, but yeah, I mean, they, there's and there's a lot of Asian women that are great actresses. You know. There's, I mean, bring back Michelle Yeoh. Where the heck did she go? She was awesome. She would have been fucking awesome
1: back. as the ancient one. Like, seriously. Not to mention that China she, is one of your biggest fucking markets.
0: Oh, see, now, you know, that, that's a smart person talking there a, a logic person right and- because a lot of these people because max like what max said okay it makes sense in, in one way but in another way it doesn't make sense because he says oh well hire you know they the studios have a big budget movie so they hire people that will draw crowds in well <clears throat> at the same time though if you were to hire you know let's say you hire an asian person to be, because it's the second biggest market on the planet movie wise so if you hire somebody to be in your move big budget movie, wouldn't you think that that would draw more of them? Uh, sorry, saying them, but more people, you know, over there to go watch your movie. So I don't understand the logic behind that. It, it doesn't. And and how many how many Asian people know who the fuck Tilda Swinton is? Too most people don't know who even who she is. She's a, she's
1: a really good actress. I really. She's like She's an her.
0: awesome actress. She's in you know she's uh, you know uh, the Narnia movies, but but she's also in a lot of dramas and like the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. She's fantastic. She was great. And again, and let's talk about a, Kevin. Oh yeah, and again, this isn't shitting on her or Scarlett or anything no. like that. These are fantastic actresses that deserve everything. However, it's the the the. the You know, the property and and the logic behind it and all that stuff doesn't make any sense to hire her or any white woman, for that matter, to be in that role. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm
1: so disappointed because it's Marvel and Disney doing that, too. And this isn't the first time that Marvel has done something like this. The very first time that they really did do it was in Iron Man 3. Now... You're, most people, the knee jerk reaction is going to be, well, Ben Kingsley's not white, so that's not really whitewashing. Well, go watch the fucking movie again because the real Mandarin was Guy Pierce. Okay? Right. So you took a character named The Mandarin. Let me say that again. You took a character named The Mandarin. You made him, <laughs> you made him, uh, you made him Indian. Then you made him white. <laughs> so Maybe this is
0: that, that was a way to get away with it i guess he's a british guy
1: the ethnicity <laughs> of the character is in the fucking name the mandarin i can't even i can't even tell you how excited i was when i heard that the mandarin was going to be the villain
0: Oh, my God, me too. What a severe disappointment that and then, was when it turned and out And then to they
1: be. cast Ben Kingsley, and I took a step back and I was like, okay, that's a little weird, but Ben Kingsley's a good actor, so I'll kind of go with it. I was I was upset that they did not cast, like, Chow Yun-fat in the in the role or, or some other famous, oh my like, God. person that they could have how done. amazing, how amazing. How
0: amazing would that have been?
1: Well, actually, I'm kind of glad that he wasn't in that movie because that movie fucking sucked. But yeah, it's it's terrible. But so when I actually watched the movie, and I was like, wait a minute. So not only did you not cast an Asian person in the Mandarin, you ended up making him white at the very fucking end. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? Like that. That to me is even like that's that's on the same level. The Tilda Swinton thing, maybe. You could kind of argue your way out of it, maybe, maybe. There's there's a slight chance you could argue your way out of it, but the Mandarin is on the same level as the Japanese. I can I wish I could fucking remember the Japanese name of of the cyborg. It's on the same level as Scarlett Johansson being cast as the Japanese cyborg with the Japanese name, because you, there's no fucking way you're gonna sit there and tell me with a straight face, and like, just for example, if somebody came up to you was white as shit, like picture Pee Wee Herman. He comes up and he doesn't tell you his name is Paul Rubens. He tells you some fucking Japanese name, right? Yeah. Like you're going to look at him like, "Wait a minute, why is, why do you have a Japanese name?" So, sometimes sometimes they kind of get it right. We hadn't just mentioned um you know, Star Wars kind of updating the the Hidden Fortress and the another trailer just dropped recently is The Magnificent 7. Um it's a remake. It's a remake. Yes of a remake. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> no, it, so the Magnificent seven is this Western back in the day. And maybe some people don't know this, but it's actually based on a Japanese movie called the seven samurai. So what Hollywood, yes,
0: which is awesome. Both by movies the way. are
1: actually pretty decent. So, um, what Hollywood yeah. did instead of casting seven white guys as samurai and putting them in Japan, um, they decided just to pull certain parts of the the story and kind of just update it for Western culture, which is fine. Which, like, The Departed did that. Um, they took that um, The Departed, which I still don't understand why it won an Oscar, because it just wasn't that good.
0: <laughs> I but um,
1: I mean, it's a good movie, but the original is so much better. Um, the It's based on a... a I can't remember if it's. I think it's Chinese. Yeah, it's Chinese. It's a Chinese movie. It's called Infernal. It's called Infernal mm-hmm. Affairs. Um,
0: oh it's, yeah, it's much, I've seen It that. has a
1: much better ending than The Departed, and I still can't understand. Of all the fucking awesome movies Martin Scorsese has done, he wins for an inferior remake. But that's beside that's beside the point.
0: Well, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. So
1: basically, you know, yeah. they took. So, you know, Martin Scorsese didn't say, okay, well, I'm going to cast Matt Damon, give him a Chinese name and put him in Hong Kong. Like, they didn't fucking do that. You know, they they made it for here, for like Boston, I think the story was, right? It, it took place in Boston. Right. So, The Magnificent Seven, they're going to remake it again. And Denzel is actually the main character. So, they have Denzel, a black dude. They got Chris Pratt, who's just on fire right now. They, um, yeah, who else did they get, uh, Ethan Hawke is in there. But then they also got like an American Indian guy, I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. They also got an Asian dude in there too. Uh,
0: uh, Martin Sansmeyer as Red—he's Har- playing Red Harvest, which is supposed to be an American, right? It's American Indian. So they, they actually, so, and they yeah. also
1: got some Asian guy in there too, Absolutely. which I don't know what the character name is in there. But the trailer looks pretty good. But again, that's that's Hollywood sometimes getting it right where they take the source material originally the the 1960 version of it i think it's from the 60s and they just kind of lift the story and update it for western culture and then this this new remake kind of just takes it to a whole new level um and really has a diverse magnificent seven the seven people in the movie the main characters are all different it kind of makes sense for the story if most people don't know it's 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 this town that's just being like bullied and I mean, bullied is kind of like not a great term because they're basically being killed and, and like tortured and all this shit by these, this gang or whatever. And they go out and try to find somebody who will help them. And it's this guy who in this version is Denzel Washington, who Mm -hmm. goes out and tries to find other like, you know, loners or whatever that are, that could help him stop these people. And it kind of makes sense to get all these different people that uh, in that area would, that would.
0: You know, want to kill white people, basically. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, pe- some people maybe with nothing to lose or some people that have some integrity or whatever. But it, it's like an Avengers type movie with, you know, um, well, shit, cowboys and Indians, I guess. and Right. So sometimes so, but, they kind of yeah, get it right. Um, there's another
1: movie which I'm ashamed to actually know more about. A shame to know more about is the Power Rangers movie. I actually, know, <laughs> I actually know more about the Power Rangers than I do Magnificent Seven.
0: That's sad, dude. We got to change that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should
1: probably edit that out. um So they went ahead and they they completely changed the characters' gender and ethnicity for the Power Rangers. They did hire right. Elizabeth Banks to play Rita Repulsive, I think her name is. Uh, originally, yeah. the TV show was an Asian person, which I guess is okay. But here, here is how fucked up the TV show was. Ready? So mm-hmm. the TV show had the red, the blue, the black, the pink, and the yellow uh, Power Rangers. Okay? okay? The red and pink and blue Ranger were white can you guess can you guess what color the black ranger was
0: (laughs) guess what color the black ranger was black
1: (laughs) guess what color the yellow ranger was or what ethnicity Uh, the the asian (laughs) right so so that i it never occurred to me watching that growing up um that that was like uh, the black ranger is black and the yellow ranger is yellow that's kind of weird to me
0: <laughs> you're probably like i hate yellow ranger yeah so, <laughs> i hate that color
1: <laughs> so what they did was so now um so let me just read off the the actors and their ethnicities and who they're playing so naomi okay. scott who's indian is playing the pink ranger becky g who's mexican-american is playing the yellow ranger rj okay. rj seiler uh, who's black is playing the blue ranger? Uh, oh. I don't know how to say this first name. Dakri, Daker, uh, Montgomery oh. is white. Who's playing the red ranger? And okay. Lu, and Ludi Lin is playing is Chinese, and he's playing the black ranger. Now that, okay. that's all great, but here's the problem. Here's the problem that I hope that it's just IMDb messing this up, and they actually update the characters' names because mm-hmm. Naomi Scott, who's Indian, is playing Kimberly Hart pretty white name but it gets worse uh yeah yeah becky g yeah, they, sh- they should have changed their name who becky g who's playing who's mexican american playing the yellow ranger she's playing trini kwan so what? yeah so um I th- and then i think I th-
0: something got messed up around there something got messed up
1: yeah and then uh, uh ludy lin who's the chinese guy playing the black ranger is playing zach taylor <laughs> <What>? So, <laughs> so they, they got it kept, half right. They, they, yeah, they kept they kept the names. They kept the names and like yeah. So is Tyrone Tyrone's white? <laughs> yeah. So
0: so <laughs> they kind of got did. it right, and
1: I, I hope they I hope they change the names around a little bit because I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a hard time, um, looking at the Mexican American um called Trini Kwan. And, that- <laughs> and there's like there's also I don't know who this person is, but this guy, uh Patrick Gui I don't know, mm-hmm. he, he's uh he's of Egyptian descent, is playing Mr. Kwan. So I'm guessing that might be uh, her father. So there's an I Egyptian think they must have messed yeah there's, there's an Egyptian and a Mexican American
0: with a Asian last name in the movie, as of right now. Really? So they're like going far the other direction. They're like, We're gonna make this bitch diverse, like yeah, crazy. They're just gonna
1: mix shit up and just like everyone's to the, adopted.
0: To the point <laughs> to the point where we're gonna confuse the fuck out of our <laughs> yeah. audience. They yeah. don't know what the hell They went they the other the direction.
1: They went the other direction where they're like, You want diversity? I'm gonna give you a fucking like a, a yeah, yeah I'm gonna give you <laughs> yeah, a fucking Mexican ass. a Mexican woman with a Chinese name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's it's see like how that a, let's it's see like how a that plays.
0: Fusion. It's almost it's like, like they it's fusion. almost like they
1: wrote like it's almost like they wrote like the dice. Like they wrote the names on one dice and then they wrote the city <laughs> on, on the other and they just like fucking rolled the <laughs> dice.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god.
1: So, um, well, let's let's end on that note of of kind of doing it right because the all that stuff that we just talked about completely like messed up stuff. Leave it to Disney again even though they they own Marvel and did the whole fucking Tilda Sweden thing. Leave it to Disney to put out a cartoon that addresses every diversity issue possible in a movie. And oh man, the movie is called Zootopia.
0: I, Zootopia is fantastic. I I finally 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 got to go see it and uh I I, I had no idea what this movie was about because I, I, the only trailer I ever saw was with the, the – they're at the DMV trying to get information out of the sloth. And it's move, so that's, funny. That
1: scene is fucking hilarious.
0: It's so fun It plays so well over and over and over again. and And that plays into something that happens at the end of the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was, which was great. Yeah. But this movie, this movie, besides being just wildly entertaining and family oriented, had a lot of things underlying in it, a lot of uh, themes and a lot of um, like stuff about race, about stereotyping. Right. Um, uh, For one thing, casting the main cast, you know, as a female, I think it was a little female rabbit trying to be a cop. And so the one thing was, you know, try to be, um you know try to be your best self don't listen to anyone what they have to you know really believe in yourself and everything will kind of you know will happen for you kind of stuff so that's just the basic theme but the rest of the themes were very like you know she would say something like i'm not just a token bunny you know right. what I mean? like i'm not i'm right. not i love i love that i'm just not you know, because she was being stereotyped, like, because every second, every t- time someone saw her, they went, oh, you're so cute. Right. Like, I love that. You're not allowed. You're yeah. not allowed to say that.
1: I can call Only- another bunny cute, but when somebody else calls me cute, it's not so
0: kosher. So, I mean, oh, my gosh, dude. I mean, that was like, that was the biggest one that stood out to me.
1: The cute one? You know. The
0: cute line? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, know, so,
1: or. So, basically, like, Zootopia is like diversity done right even again it's a cartoon i know it's a fucking cartoon but the uh, like you said the underlying theme is, is of this movie is diversity like done right and the best representation of like being proud of who you are and at the same time th- that the fact that your background ethnicity gender gender identification should be a strength and not a weakness and you're not bound by anything or anyone other than yourself
0: Absolutely. Um, uh, one of the, you know, so speaking about the sloth, again, this is spoilers about Zootopia, but the sloth scene in the DMV is just so hysterical, so memorable and whatnot. And they're because they're very slow in everything that they do and everything that they say. And then of course, at the very end of the movie, there's this car racing by and they go pull it over and it's the sloth. You know, he had driven 180 miles an hour in this like Ferrari and he lowers the window real slow and he sticks his head out and he just has this big smile. And Oh my God, it was so funny because it immediately told you like, Oh fuck dude, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't do that. You can't stereotype everybody like that. Cause like, you know, um, or uh, there was a a thing in it. I, I think it says like, are all rabbits like bad drivers? Because <laughs> like you know they you know there was some. I guess the the fox in it was making fun of her and stuff like that. And are all rabbits bad drivers? And I was like, oh shit, that's. I mean, they were hitting all kinds of different yeah. cultures. And then when you found out
1: races, what was what was the uh, the fox's
0: name again? Uh oh shit. Um uh, damn it well yeah, remember I, I when
1: can't. you when, remember when you saw his background story of why he was the way he was or is like that was fucking yeah. that was brutal that was that was really fucking brutal messed up like, and it, it, that hit you me know, that hit just, me hard like that that
0: scene it, yeah absolutely absolutely well it was really cringeworthy but yeah i mean that it just it it messes you up for the rest of your life you know, it really does stuff like that. You know, for one thing, kids can be really cruel. But for them to like totally um, just based on, you know, your ethnicity or which is basically what it's saying is like, right. oh, you're you're no good because you're a fox. You're, uh, uh, you know, you steal shit. You're an awful person and, and stuff like that, because like th- this movie also is about like 90 percent. They said like 90 percent are predators and the 10% are prey, you know? And so that was kind of like one of the themes in it is that there's more predators than there are prey. And that you can kind of say that about, you know, the the world we live in as well is kind of like that. Um, but that could be more like, you know, the rich, you know, the, the 99% of <laughs> people trying to bust our ass, make it a living. And the one percenters are right. know, having a good old time. Um what was your no, this uh, movie, what was your favorite movie? Part of the movie. Of, oh man, there's so many. I mean, of course that you know the DMV scene is is amazing. Right. Um I was just really surprised like um the, the vastness of Zootopia itself, like when when she's Going into the city, Through the and they time, show right? all the different climates. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, that is so gene. That is so cool. Like, I never would have thought of that." Um, and I just like the fact that it's just a good. There's, just, it's good storytelling. Of course, they borrow stuff from cop movies and other movies and stuff like that. But, but they they put it together in such a way that it made it f- fresh and new. And then adding all that diversity stuff, which I don't know, did do they like look at a crystal ball five years ago and go, "Shit, this is going to be pretty prevalent five years from now." We need to fucking do this. I don't know. You know.
1: They they hit they like like we said they hit race, they hit gender, they hit um, they hit bullying, like in school when you were younger, uh, or the bullying thing that's happening now in schools. Like they hit everything, everything in one movie. And, and it's crazy what they did in this movie. I mean, that's why it's probably the highest rated movie of the year so far.
0: Well, because it hit on so many levels. And, and I've read some, you know, after I watched it, I had to go, I always go and read articles and reviews and things like that. And all the critics say the same thing. They're like, this movie has so many good messages in it. But the filmmakers didn't go didn't go out of their way to make the movie like that, you know, to shove it in your face. They did it in such a way that, It it hits you like you know little subliminal messages throughout the whole thing. Like every time something would happen, I you know like they would say something like you know oh you know hey only my kind can call me cute or something like that. Like little things like that, my eyes always like got big and I perked up and I'm just like wow that's that's fucking deep, dude. Like a genius in the way they put it. Yeah, and the way that they put it was just brilliant because because the way that they say the
1: cute thing and for me this is why it was so like, poignant for me is because, like, <laughs> because, like, you you think bunnies are cute. You know, bunnies are cute. Like, that's just what it is. And right. the fact that they take they take that one thing that everybody thinks is normal and then they flip it upside down to say, wait a minute, like, in Zootopia, when, they, when they're saying that, they take that one term and turn it around and say, well, that's racist if you do it.
0: And it's it a derogatory term. Exactly.
1: Right? I was like, that's fucking brilliant. That
0: that's is so, brilliant. It's so good. Yeah, it was so good the way they did it. Um, Jason Bateman plays uh, the fox, and his name was Nick, right. by the way. Right, Nick. Um, some just awesome acting. It, of course, Andrew Selva yep. <laughs> is our favorite guy right now. I fucking um, loved
1: it when he got caught by the cheetah with the axe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, to, watching the Shakira video, the Gazelle—is yeah. is that
1: who that's that is? That's her voice. Yeah,
0: Shakira. Okay. Yeah, I, my my fiance caught it right away. She's like, "Oh, the Shakira's the the, Giselle, the Gazelle." I was like, "How do you know that?" It's yeah, like, "Oh, I, hear, I know that voice anywhere." Yeah, yeah, I love that. Who I don't know who played the um, that guy though that that silly guy at the counter. I I don't know who that voice is. Um,
1: it, I thought it was. I mean, just thinking. I thought it was the guy with the at the end of the office, the glasses. I thought that was him. But I, oh I, I could be, yeah, but I could be dead wrong. I don't know. I'd have to look it up.
0: Yeah, I I, only, I mean I I recognize J.K. Simmons right away as the mayor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, very, 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 um, you know, noticeable voice. Um, I think they had a couple of SNL characters do voices. Bonnie Hunt, which does she does a lot of the Pixar. Voices in all the movies she does. All right, have you ever
1: seen that movie? um She's out of my league. Yes, the guy who's married in it, but you think he's gay. The f- the fat friend.
0: Oh yeah, that that's him. Been. That's him. That's that does sound like him. Well, it is. Right. You know, I'm looking at IMDb.
1: That is him. It's a uh, Nate. Tor- oh, it is him. <laughs> yeah, it's Nate Torrance. Then-
0: is his name. And then oh, okay, and then right away, like the there's a scene with the yak. I knew that was Chong right away. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I <was> like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's Chong." Oh, that's so cool. No, they did they did perfect casting. In this oh thing. my god, and, and you just brought up an awesome scene too, and I completely forgot about the yoga,
1: the the natural, the the nudist colony, and all they are is just like they're just <gasps> standing there, normal oh, animals that.
0: That was, oh my God, you're right. That was a really funny moment. Like they, they had this like nudist colony because everyone in Zootopia wears clothes and they had this this nudist colony and they had to go and ask this, you know, elephant, questions because elephants remember everything, right? And so that's another <laughs> thing. That's another thing that's stereotypical that people say like like elephants remember everything. So they go outside and everyone all the animals are not wearing clothes and so the bunny is like closing his eye her eyes going like, "Oh, I can't look at this nudity." And the fox is laughing at her. And the whole time that they're walking in to talk to the elephant, the yak is regurgitating all this information. And then they ask asked the elephant information and, and the elephant doesn't know shit. Yeah. And the yak, the yak tells them everything and then goes, I'm sorry, I wasn't any more help, but I can't remember shit kind of thing. Yeah. And that was like a really good, funny and ironic. He's
1: like, he's like, yeah, good. it's a good
0: thing. Elephants never forget. <laughs> it was, it was so, I mean, how do you, that's, oh my God. I mean, so two different things going on at the same time. It was just awesome. Like the writers just were fantastic. And, I heard, oh, so real quick before we finish on Zootopia, but I was reading somewhere something really interesting about an article about the artists. They actually went to Africa and went to this watering hole. And they said while they were sitting at the watering hole, there was these like gazelles and other animals like drinking from this watering hole. This reminded me of Jungle Book too. They're actually drinking from this watering hole. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, this like lion walks up and drinks and looks at them, just kind of does a nod thing. And then just like, turns around and walks off and the artists are just like, what the hell? This is crazy. And they talk to the locals there and talk to other animal experts. And they say that there are times where all the different animals, the prey and the predators all for are civil. And like they're drinking out the same watering hole, you know, and then they get up and then, you know, and then maybe the next day, shit, the lions chasing after the gazelle and trying to kill it or whatever. It's just, it's this weird phenomenon. And You know they did it in Jungle Book. They they do it in this movie very heavily because it's all about them building a society where all the people, all the animals can live together in harmony. Even though there's still shit going down, but it's not like a free for all kind of thing. It's still structured. They got cops and things like that. Um, I'd be very interested to see like where they're going to go with this because you know they're going to make a sequel of this thing, and it's open, wide open to do all sorts of things.
1: Yeah, now that Nick is.
0: Is on the uh, police force. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, that was really cool too. She said, Hey, anything that you want to do, you put your mind to it, you do it. And like he, you know, you're good at this shit. And he, and he does it at the end. He actually accomplishes something. So there's a lot of really good messages in this thing. And I, and, you know, adults are responding to it. Kids are responding to it. I think it's a very, it's, it's going to be like one of those classic movies is going to be around for a really long time. But I love Zootopia. Go watch Zootopia if you haven't. Did you um, uh
1: did you figure out who it was that was doing all this the uh, with the uh predators and everything?
0: Who was who was running the show?
1: No, no, like who was actually causing them to um you know go primal as they were saying in the movie. Like did you figure it out or was it like did you wait until the end and then figured it out?
0: I kind of I I mean I I didn't I kind of figured it out. I, you know, they they did these things where they, I mean, I, I've watched so many um, Law and Orders and other shit that that told me like, okay, don't look at the, you know, like, oh, maybe it's the mayor. Then I was like, no, it's got to be somebody that is in the inside, but not someone that main like a main character like that because that's too obvious, right? They kind of say they kind of they. They kind of let you know it wasn't the mayor really early on
1: when Jenny Hops goes into the – and Nick go into that facility uh, by the dam, I think it is.
0: Oh, right. And the mayor
1: basically is like, well, I don't know what's going on. I want to know what the hell's going on
0: because – I want to save the city.
1: Yeah, there's like no – there's no reason for him to be lying right then and there because there's no (laughs) camera on him and nobody's – he doesn't know that he's being watched. So right then and there, you knew he was trying to cover it up, but it wasn't him that was actually causing the issue. And then right. when I found that out, I immediately thought of the uh the sheep or the lamb, the ass- whatever she is. The assistant. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's the vice mayor or whatever her name is, the title. Mhm. Assistant mayor, is that what it is?
0: Yes. Well, if you also have to think if you think even deeper, you can say, well, maybe it's a wolf in sheep's clothing kind of thing. Oh, like she's that, under- was, that was deep. That yeah, was deep. like she's <laughs> she's hiding. yeah, she's hiding behind her little demure, you know, it, it was good. It was good writing. Like I, you know, I understand those those plot devices and whatnot. But it was done. It was done still pretty well. So, um, you know, it kept you guessing and stuff. Especially kids, I don't think would figure that out. But adults, you know, we've been around the block. So, um, the uh, the
1: animation in the movie really got me too. In the water scenes, like they always fantastic. say, fantastic. One of the most difficult things to do is the water. And there's that scene where they jump. And they fall into the water, but before they fall into water, it's just like this pool scene. And I thought it was like so realistic looking.
0: It, every everything about this, uh, the animation was um, was top notch. Was absolutely top notch. I mean, the animals didn't look goofy. See, like we could look look at like you know the good dinosaur. Like I saw that movie, and I was I just was not a big fan of the anim- animation. Although the background was phenomenal, like just crazy good. Um, but in Zootopia, everything was very even. Like everything, the characters and the uh, background and all that stuff looked looked fantastic, you know. And also the way the animals moved, um, it wasn't too cartoonish, you know. But it also wasn't photorealistic. So it was like in between. It was it was what it should have been, you right. know. It's I love like the how fast story that they, is, t- you know? I love
1: the fact that they touched on basically every, almost like every level of. Of uh, species in the in the animal kingdom, that early scene where Jenny Hops is chasing that person who stole the uh, what did they end up calling
0: it the howlers? Um, oh the yeah, howlers. she she wanders in through the rodent uh, area, which that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> she looked like they looked like she was Godzilla.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but they touch on like almost every single
1: level of the animal kingdom, like something as simple as like. When the giraffe were trying to get some like um, smoothies or whatever, like the the, the they smoothie went stand, the top. yeah, like those little things, like it was just amazing how much thought was put into the movie for little things like that. That those little things is like production value because like now you're now you're engulfed in this world of Zootopia.
0: Oh, man, they they suck you right in. I mean, they suck you right in. As soon as she hits that city, it sucks you right in. Everything that they show for just those couple of minutes when she's wandering through trying to get to the police station, I was just, like, floored. I was like, wow, they really took their time and, like, figured some of this shit out, you know, that makes sense to that world. And, And then, like, you know, when the movie ended, I was thinking to myself, like, there is so much more they could do. Like, there's so much really cool things that they could show because this movie is like so deep on like a million different levels and and so many different types of species and all that like I was the other part that made me laugh a lot was the polar bear scene the polar bears you think are the people that are kind of running the mob and all that shit and they get to the actual mob's house, and you're you're thinking this huge. You know it's these shrub. polar bears keep coming into the room, one bigger than the next, and and they're and the cops freaking out, the bunny cop, and then they turn the little turn the little thing uh, chair, and it's a little shrew, and he act and he sounds like Marlon Brando. And I was just like, even though that's been done a million times, it still fucking worked. I mean, it was so funny. Well, even the
1: details in the room when they actually before the polar bears even really show up out of that door, when they throw them into that room, they that's that's that move that that scene is pulled right from the Godfather. If you oh yeah, if you go to the Godfather movie and then you go to that scene in Zootopia, they even got the big chair there. They got the giant desk. They got the what is it? The fireplace to the right of the desk. Like they they basically copied the Godfather
0: it's it and it worked dude it, it was awesome I mean everything about the even the, like you know we're gonna let's let's ice him and I was like what you're like oh kill him okay cool and then they open up the floorboard and there's like you know literally ice water under him. we're like oh shit <laughs> they're gonna like freeze him to death like that's cold that's me <laughs> that's messed up so I'm trying to yeah. like, I'm trying
1: to play the movie back in my head because there were so many things.
0: Well, they they borrowed from um, they borrowed from Training Day because you know the the girls the the daughter of the shrew goes no they saved my life earlier in the day and so he like stops them from getting killed because that happened yeah. in Training Day um, and she
1: ends up being the goddaughter or god right
0: the, the right baby um yeah that was really funny that made me laugh too because I'm like. Wow, how fast do they get pregnant? <laughs> <It was really laughs> fast.
1: Oh, that was that reminds me of the earlier scene when the father of Jenny Hops is like, you know, you and your two hundred and seventy five brothers and sisters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As she's leaving the bunny town, you see the numbers of the population flying right. going up. That's that's awesome.
1: <laughs> no, the, yeah, there's this, um What you No know, what I was gonna say was that the the movie you know, based on the diversity theme in this movie and and the self love that you're supposed to have in this movie but it it transcends like a cartoon like that's when you know a cartoon is better than anything you've ever seen because the when you can get like adults like me and you who are in our thirties uh, almost forty talking about a movie that's a cartoon like the kids like my daughter loved it i had to take we had to take her twice to mm-hmm. go and see it. And uh she loved it because it's a cartoon and she loved you know, she loved Jenny Hops because well, because she was cute, you know, but Right. Um, but uh but when I watched it I was like, Oh my god, she has no idea how deep this movie is and that's a good right. thing I guess because like she'll she'll take something from this movie because she loves the character so much and apply it to real life. You know, Absolutely. when she, like when Jenny, when, if she's doesn't want, like, she doesn't think she can do something. I mean, I did the same thing with star Wars when, you know, spoilers, um, you know, Ray is, you know, has force powers. Um, I did the same thing with star Wars when I got her a lightsaber and I was like, um, she was like, no, only boys can be a, a Jedi. I was like, no baby, uh, girls can be a Jedi too. And, and now I have proof that right. girls can be a Jedi, you know? Um, and then she, you know, when I got her the lightsaber for Christmas, she's like, "Is that a boy's lightsaber?" I am like, "No, no, that's actually Ray's lightsaber. It's a girl's lightsaber." Um, so I didn't have to say, you know, because I was told like you can be whatever you want. You can be a Jedi if you want, um, right? Right. You can play with lightsabers, but now it's in the movie. So with Zootopia, you know, it's like, she, you know, if she wants to be something that, you know, if she wants to be a cowboy, okay, well then go be a cowboy if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, or, or do whatever you want to do because Jenny hops did whatever she wanted to do. You can do right. whatever you want. So it's like subliminal to the kids. And I mean, we both have kids and I, hi- I don't think your kids saw it, right?
0: Yeah. They, Zootopia. they saw Yeah, all of them saw it.
1: Oh, they all saw Zootopia.
0: Yeah, they all saw it before I did. I had to go uh, with my fiancé. Yeah, it, it took me to tell you to go fucking watch this movie. Well, I've been wanting to, but like all the kids saw it, and I'm like, eh, they don't want to go again. So I just thought, oh, I'll just wait for it. But then I've been reading all this stuff about it, and I was like, all right, all right. And then you've been telling me, dude, you got to go watch this movie. I knew nothing about this movie other than that trailer. I knew nothing of all this underlying stuff. It just looked like a normal cartoon, might be funny, whatever disney movie but then at 98 percent, it's like the highest rated uh movie of the year right now and uh, and so that really piqued my interest too and so you know it's really not getting as much press as
1: it actually deserves it's um, really not i don't think it is because well when I when mean, batman v superman came out that weekend zootopia still made like 20 million dollars
0: yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's like a sleeper hit. It's kind of sneaking in there. I mean, worldwide, it's it's doing phenomenal, too. You know, it's it's doing huge business. But you're right. I think, I think there's just so many other things going on in the world, and especially in the entertainment world. Oh, my God, today alone, a lot of shit happened, you know, with Prince passing away and even, you know, I don't care much about wrestling, but China died. You know, then the other day, some other, you know, Person died, or this and there's all these different. Yeah, there's all these different things going on, and I think Zootopia, for whatever reason, is just kind of like it's just kind of it's doing its thing. You know, it's still making money, and it's the it's the one movie that doesn't drop very much from week to week, so it's still going, Uh, still making a lot of movie overseas. But it it does need the attention. I think one of the big things of making got me off my ass to go watch this movie was the fact that there's all this talk for the last two weeks, you know, this diversity talk, this whitewashing, all this stuff is just like rushing right back to the forefront again, just after, just not that long after the Oscars, you know. And and then I heard some things about like, hey, you know, you should go see Zootopia because it, it deals with some of these things. I was like, all right, I better go watch it. And holy shit, dude. I mean, I, I walked out of there going like, they even like did, you know, Police relations to the public, what they look like in the public size or, or like your work people that you work with, you know, how they look at you. I mean, there, there is so many different things going on in this movie. You have to watch it two or three times, you know, probably yeah. catch most of it. Like I, I plan on watching this. I don't think I'm going to go to theater again, but I'm definitely buying this on Blu-ray. It's, it's worth having. Uh, it's that good. So, and I don't usually buy Blu-ray. So, um it's a really good movie to to revisit actually probably even show school kids and whatnot. Like, Hey, you know, this is, here's some of the themes, you know, you can pull out of this. I mean, Um, it it transcends being a cartoon. Absolutely. It's a really important film is what I'm saying to everybody out there. You need to watch this film. Um, Yeah, definitely. If you have kids, definitely
1: let them watch this movie, take them to go see it. And, and Jesus, like, it's just, it's just an, it's an amazing film on so many levels. I mean, it's a gorgeous film, first of all. It's funny, it's, it's, it's a pretty decent cop drama, <laughs> kind of, uh, or cop comedy,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, actually,
1: because it, um, it kind of has you guessing. There's actually some a, a few frightening moments in it that made me kind of jump, like that came out of nowhere, like when the jaguar like went ape shit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. that's
1: right. Kind of made me jump, kind of out of nowhere. Um, it's definitely funny, like I said, and. You know the underlying theme of this movie is is really a reason why your kids why you should take your kids to go see it it's still in theaters um and if you miss it, definitely definitely purchase it on iTunes or however you want to get the movie and let them watch it because it it's it's i, I personally enjoyed this movie more than I did frozen um even though yeah, frozen I did too was like a for, phenomenon for, yeah absolutely absolutely I mean, there's like i, th-
0: I, th- I I, I There's think like a be... feminist
1: movement with that one. I think there was like a feminist type of thing with that, but I think the 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 theme in Zootopia surpasses the feminist uh, theme in in Frozen.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, not to take away from Frozen, but yeah, it, it just it has a lot of things going on in so many different levels. I I don't think I've ever seen a cartoon that had this many layers in it. You know you can think back to some of the other ones like Shrek and some of, where they had like a couple levels to it, you know, about don't judge a book by its cover and that kind of thing. But this one had oodles of different types of themes. You know, that that so many different people can relate to. That was the thing. There isn't one thing in there where someone can't relate to something. You know, like, oh shit, I was bullied, you know, by kids too because of my color or because i was different or because i was a girl or because whatever you know nerd yeah, and or I was, geek
1: yeah i was told i couldn't do something like the the whole jenny hops theme is i was told that i couldn't do something or be something because of who i you know because of my background
0: right because of my uh,
1: race I, or whatever it is
0: absolutely and th- this this movie really it's 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 so good on so many levels i i can't even recommend it enough Um, and I'll definitely be buying this movie when it comes out. I I think I, I
1: think I told you off, off air. I was like, I think this is probably the best movie I've seen this year. I mean, I've seen like, like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like Deadpool was a really good movie and it was really entertaining. But as far as like a movie as a whole, this is probably the best movie I've seen so far this year.
0: Um, I, I would go on and I, I'd be able to argue that statement too. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think it is the best movie I've seen this year. I mean, I've seen, you know, a couple of movies that I loved, you know, that I, that I thought were awesome, but I, I think this, this is just beyond being entertaining a lot, it's just a very important type of movie. It's a, it's a type of movie that you can watch for generations to come. Deadpool, you know, it's, it's awesome in its own right, but I can't, like, I'll probably watch it a couple of times and I probably can't, I won't be able to watch it again for two, three years, you know? Whereas Zootopia, I could probably watch that a couple times a year and not you know, get know. Well, I can
1: guarantee it. you I'm going to be watching, when it comes out, I'm going to be watching it at nauseum.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With kids? So, Shit. Yeah. <laughs> a little kid. You so got little it's kids. A I,
1: it's a good thing I like it. Um, yeah. I can tell you right now, I can't fucking stand Frozen half the time. Um, <laughs> but with this one, like, I, like you said, I think you have to watch it multiple times for how many things they put in this movie.
0: There's so um, many, even in the background, like background stuff happening while stuff's happening in the foreground. I mean, there's a lot of things, e- even just clever things, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't recommend that movie enough. But
1: so definitely, way two thumbs up, and surprisingly, unless something else happens, surprisingly, this I don't I don't see I don't know any other major cartoons coming out this year. Maybe Finding Dory might rival this movie is for like picture, like uh, animated movie of the year.
0: Um, well, if any movie could beat Zootopia, it would have to be finding Dory because, you know, I, I, watched the trailer again in front of the Zootopia and I, I was, I got goosebumps again. You know, I'm just like, I love uh, finding Nemo so much, you know, it is one of the best films that, you know, ever made. It's just so wonderfully made and the it's, message it's is my number one stuff.
1: It's my number one movie on my list.
0: That's right. That's right. It was my number 10, which in hindsight now I'm thinking, shit, I should probably raise that, you know, push that up. But yeah, you, should um, push,
1: you should push that up and move Batman V Superman out of your top 10
0: probably probably yeah or just with that switch (laughs) switch it right now
1: right now Zootopia is like my number one movie of the year so far yeah
0: it's so I mean it's it's wonderful um but yeah Finding Dory I mean if if there's any movie that's going to knock Zootopia out of number one it would be it would be that movie I can't I don't think Finding
1: I don't think Finding Dory is going to have the same themes like I mean Finding Nemo is a great movie it's it's one of my all-time favorite movies um but it's also predictable. Like you kind of knew that the father would kind of loosen up at the end. Right. You know, And there was no like cultural – like significance of that movie other than it being a great movie.
0: Well, again, again, you know, it's about it's about the the journey and not the destination. We know what the destination's going to be. We know the Titanic's going to sink, blah blah blah. We know all that shit, but it's the it's just how they, you know, how they tell the story and how they get there. And find you know, they have a, a huge task on their hands because Finding Nemo has so many wonderful characters, you know, and and voice actors shit. Um, and a good story that they really have a tall order to kind of, you know, I don't know, you know, lightning in the bottle kind of thing. I, I just I don't know what I know what the they, story is. They did about, a lot of great
1: like but Finding Finding Nemo had a lot of great like little adventures. It was kinda of like um like like the Goonies. It was like an adventure. Like it was just yeah. one of those unique adventures that you're like, Oh man, I would I would love to be on that adventure. And I mean, not that you're a fish, but like when he goes and tries to find Nemo, he goes on all these unique adventures that make him grow as a person, or as absolutely a fish.
0: and and you know and the, and what people forget, like I mean, even I forgot when I was watching the movie, he had a, a, a you know like a he he was was he disabled? I mean, he had a, a fin that didn't work, but like you kind right. of forget, you kind of forget right. it when you're watching it, you forget about that, and that's that's really unique because it's like it doesn't matter if you have some sort of impediment of some kind, some sort of, um, you know, uh, handicap. I, I don't know. I don't I think there's a better word for that, but you, you can, you could still rise above things and do things if you know you put your mind to it or if you work hard or it doesn't matter if you're, you know, capacitated in any way you could still, you know, it doesn't matter what anyone says. And like in the movie, it's his dad that tells him he can't do anything. You know, right. And he, that's, <laughs> you know, it's fucked up. So he, he grows throughout the movie, but it's really interesting. If you watch that movie, especially the first time I ever saw it, I completely forgot that he was handicapped throughout that whole thing. I forgot, you know, and right. so I'm like, oh shit, like, I, maybe that's, is that one of the points? I, I don't know, you know, but it's like it's just a part like I think one of the themes was you gotta at some point let go you have to you do everything that you can for your for your kids and then the, but there's a point where you have to sit back and and go okay I hope I taught them everything they need to know they're gonna fall but hopefully they know enough to you know to get back up and keep going and that's something that hit the dad struggles with and it's it's an awesome theme you know um well you know there's all sorts of themes in that movie too but uh yeah i mean yeah. If, if
1: finding if finding dory comes out at like 98 or 99 98 percent like like zootopia is like man fuck disney's gonna have like a field day
0: with with their just two animated dude, that, movies that, that come out. movie that movie can't open less than 100 mil dude that that thing is gonna blow up people that the, people are clamoring for that movie they're they're very excited I'm, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for that
1: movie, maybe not as much as for Civil War or Rogue One, but but, but again, I'm 37 years fucking old and I can't <laughs> wait to go see a cartoon.
0: I know, man. I stopped I, you know, th- this day and age it doesn't matter anymore. If that if you were said the same thing 10 years ago, people would think you're like a dickhead. Well, like, well, well, Pixar, <laughs> Pixar
1: Pixar always transcends like the, the I remember in college me and two of my buddies were the only fucking, like, guys, the people in the theater going to see Monsters, Inc. Everyone else was a child with a parent.
0: Well, that's because and you were like, trying to pick up on hot single moms is why. No,
1: that was definitely not the case. But, <laughs> but it, was, it was Pixar, like, back, you know, up until Cars. Pixar never put out a bad fucking movie. So, and all of their movies are fun. Like, Toy Story, like, how, could you, how did you not love Toy Story?
0: I know. You're, I feel you're, like I feel like now. know now though they need to. They're starting to go into sequel territory a lot. So I, I'm hoping that they they've got something in the pipeline that's going to be original and new because that those are that's always exciting when they yeah, come out with when, when they come new. out with
1: their when they come out with their original kind of stuff. It, it it's always exciting because well not to go off too much, but like Inside Out, you could not have created a more unique God, type of movie. It's...
0: Yeah, and I don't even care if they don't ever make a sequel to that. It's so beautiful. That movie's so amazing. They don't yeah, ever need to. I don't, need think, to they, I don't ever think they need do. To
1: do. I don't think they ever do need to do that. Um, they probably will be pushed into doing it, um, which we'll probably see in like five or six years if it, if it does come out again. Well, because it would have I, to I be a completely different.
0: I didn't think they would do. I didn't think they would do a Toy story, story again. Story. Yeah, they are doing. They are dipping back into Toy Story, but you kind of knew that when they made a billion dollars, you know, in the last one they're like, "Oh shit, I guess we better go back to the well." But but, but what story, I do like about uh, Pixar is the story about the coming story. out of
1: that, the story coming out of Toy Story 4 is an interesting thing. They kind of they kind of go back and touch on the same thing that they never talked about, which was Bo Peep is missing and Woody needs to find her. Which I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's kind of interesting."
0: That was kind of cool. I actually got excited when I heard that cuz that's you know, all well. Number three was so depressing because half the toys were gone, <laughs> broken, or thrown away, or put on yeah, a shelf. people! people was the major
1: one. One of the major ones that they got rid of because it was you know hinted at that her and Woody had a thing going on.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, sad. Well, I hope they find her. I'm sure they will.
1: That'll yeah, I'm awesome. sure they will.
0: But anyway, so <sighs> we went way off, but. Come back around, you know, so the last two weeks, you know, the reason for this episode, I mean, I think we were going to do something different or we weren't, we didn't know what we were going to do. But for the last two weeks, there's just been so much stuff about Holly White and, you know, and whitewashing Asian roles and, um, you know, at least four or five big news stories in the last two weeks to the point where, like, where we're like, we need to talk about this. This is, you know, we can't wait a few weeks talk. It's, it's huge now. And this isn't, you know, again, this isn't something new. This has been going on for years, but for, for some reason, I mean, this year it has been really in your face, you know, since, especially since the Oscars. Um, Yeah. And it's
1: now we have an outlet like me, for me and you to actually voice an opinion or have an opinion where, we don't have to we're not me and you are not bound by any network we're not bound no. by any sponsor no. so if if we say if we think something's fucked up we're going to talk about it
0: and, yeah absolutely
1: uh, i mean i thought we were done with the diversity episode but actually this one got a little bit more heated because this one touched home a little bit more
0: yeah absolutely and just i don't know i mean we don't really talk numbers and stuff to folks but you know we're only 20 podcasts in right now but the one podcast that we've had the most downloads or the most talked about um, is the diversity episode. And so it, it it's big I mean, people are really paying attention to that, you know, really talking about it, which is good. I want to keep that conversation going. I, I want the culture to start changing. And it has to change from within us, you know, by talking about it. And then hopefully those executives start fucking listening and then they start making right decisions. And then you know, and, and stop talking. I mean, I I understand that the industry is all about making money. I mean, everyone wants to make money, even down to the the paper boy. Everybody wants to make money, and that's fine. But you can still do that and and hold some sort of integrity to the property or whatever that you're doing, and it will turn around. It'll it'll go back to a time where, you know, we can have way more diversity of all different countries, all different actors, whatever, and they'll still make their freaking money or their you know what their bottom line and stuff like that but um anyway but but talking about it on an even on a uh podcast that maybe 20 people listen to it's starting somewhere so you know um hopefully uh you know the change is going to start start happening and you know shit maybe it'll take us to start make maybe we need to start making movies and put di- you know a diverse cast in it maybe that's something you know we need to start writing scripts with diversity in mind I don't know but Yeah I want to I'm going to create uh I'm going to create those dice I was talking about and <laughs> that's
1: how I'm going to come up with the cast
0: There you go <laughs> There you go I can't believe dude they're they're doing Three's Company again They're doing Three's uh, Company again Yeah you know i I don't even know what to think about that but but the th- first thing that came to my mind because it was this week that that was announced was I hope they make that a diverse cast too. I'm just like why why would you put three white people in there? you know it's like they haven't anyway they have opportunities folks they have opportunities right now if they're gonna be doing certain things like that, they really need to take the opportunity to change things up and put it more you know bring it more to the real world, make it more uh, modern, you know, it just whatever. makes
1: more, it, it, it actually makes more sense
0: now to do it more than ever, especially,
1: especially putting more Asians in, in your movies because, because let's not forget Hollywood, your second biggest market that you're trying to push shit over to is China. Don't piss off the Chinese people. Seriously. Second yeah, biggest can- market.
0: And the whole argument that Max – I'm going back to Max. The whole argument about not casting Asian people in these big movies is because they're not well-known. Well, okay, motherfucker. Then start making movies and uh, and casting Asian people and start making stars. Start making – start looking around and finding people and make them stars in little independent films, smaller films, whatever the fuck. Uh, I mean we do that with white people now. Same thing. You know, The world Chris is a, Pratt, world Chris is a Pratt was a place, place. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you have a Chris Pratt who was a nobody, and now he's the hugest thing in the, in the world right now. You know, Robert Downey Jr., I mean, he's a wonderful actor, but that guy was troubled. He had all sorts of problems, and now he's a huge star. Johnny Depp, all those guys were nobodies. Okay, so it, it doesn't, they're white, so what? You can hire black people, you can hire Asian people, you can hire Indian people that are not well-known, but... You can make them well known. That's up to you to make them well like known. Like that, like that chick from Quantico. From Quantico? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Shit. I mean, I don't know. I think, honestly, right now, I think most TV and especially like cable shows pretty much are getting it right most of the time. It's these fucking like Hollywood bullshit. Not, that, not Game of Thrones. Not Game of Thrones. That's no. That's a very white show. Yeah, it is a very white show. But you can also argue, you know, the it's fantasy bullshit. I mean, I I don't know. Oh, I don't, I, I don't again, care. Again, I mean, that again that's a good. missed opportunity too. That's a missed opportunity to do something.
1: Well, that know. that that show is written in a specific realm, and I'm okay with that. But yeah, that show's because too all good, the, so.
0: well, because anyone of it. color are like slaves or whores or prostitutes or something, you know. Well, the- yeah. <laughs> and it's very, like, you know, not a lot of females or, you know, strong females in that show either.
1: Well, I I would hate to, because of the way Game of Thrones is, I would hate for them to hire like a really good Asian actor or actress and just have them
0: fucking killed in like three episodes. (laughs) No doubt. Which is kind of funny because I think we we do have a. We haven't talked about Game of Thrones, but, you know, season six is still coming soon. And we will be, that's kind of a good segue there. We will be talking about Game of Thrones for sure. But anyway, um, so. We're hoping for my di- more diversity. I think the more we talk about it, I think more we can start. Uh, we could start changing everything. Hopefully, I mean that's the idea, right? Is to just keep at it, don't give up, you know, and start changing the culture. So, Hey, if Jenny Hopps can be a cop, we can put Asian people in movies. You are fucking absolutely right, dude. Absolutely. All right, that's episode twenty. Episode twenty. Episode 20 in the bag. That's episode 20 of Chew On This, and Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Nick. Chew on that, folks. Till next time. Later.